Hello and welcome to Top Fives, the show of everything. Top Fives, presented by the Sex Effects. I'm Joy Prati. And I'm Sean Day. And folks, um, we have we have a we have a damn good show planned for you this yeah. evening. I'm so confident in this. <laughs> damn, um, good damn good show. <laughs> Uh, before we get to all the goodness, Jonathan, how are you, my friend? Uh, doing okay, man. It's it's uh, was Thanksgiving week last week, and I was able to go home since like man, it's been like a few months since March, I think, when the all the closures were happening. So um, yeah, yeah, got to hang out with my family. Uh, has it's been like a, a minute since I've seen them. Uh, it was just such a great trip, and um, especially just kind of all the things that have been happening the last few weeks. Uh, um, it was just nice to kind of be with family and, and do that and, you know, socially distance outside of that, too, as well. But, um, yeah. And then also we, uh, we we got to hang out, too, man. We got to see each other. We did get to hang out. Yeah. Um, one night for uh, for Brewski and then uh, another one for uh, a little jam sesh slash recording session with uh, our old band Blind Issues. Uh, of course, Blind Issues is Joey and I. And um, we have uh, my brother, Simon Day. And our homie Andrew Hopkins, who's been on the show uh, a few times, so um, and yeah, we recorded episode two hundred. Episode two hundred. You can check yeah. out uh, all four of us together talking for like three hours. It's a good time. That was a good time. We definitely got to do that again. Um, that was so much we fun. do. Uh, but yeah, dude, it was it was so much fun. I had such a good time just being back home. It would feel like refreshed coming back. Um, and then recording the, we have a new song that we're working on right now. Uh, with blind issues, and we've been talking about doing a little a little single release, uh, maybe a duo single release. Um, a so, one yeah. two, a one two punch. Yeah, but it was so much yeah. fun, and we we've both expressed. Uh, I think all of us expressed how awesome the you know the recording session went. The song came out. Um, just being able to like play and write music again with you guys. Um, so it was so much fun. And, um, yeah, such a such a good kind of trip down memory lane as far as just kind of I mean we've been a band for years man and it's it's so cool that we're able to still get together almost and play. twenty years almost twenty years dude just like some of the what? some of the bands that we used to follow dude like you know it's it's uh it's wild it's yeah it's, it's crazy dude so uh, I'm just super I'm super happy that we got to just hang out for a bit even you know during these times and. Um, now excited to release some music, hopefully in the future for Blind Issues. So, Come soon to a Spotify near you. To a Spotify near y'all. Maybe, hopefully. No, we'll find out. Yeah. But that's, that's pretty much been the last week. Um, and then just starting this week into December. So, um, but yeah. Yes, it's December. It is December. It's December. It kind of feels what? like it. I'm in, I'm in my sweater. I'm just kind of chilling. But Look uh, at us, huh? Yeah. We're the white. Sweat with the white uh, laces, yeah. huh? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. This, hey. is actually, this is actually a hand me up for my brother, Simon. Which... Most of this is a gift for my brother. Yeah. <laughs> so I, my brother just like dresses way cooler than I do. So I'm like every now and then. Same. Yeah. I'm like, hey, dude, do you have any like sweaters you get trying to get rid of or anything? Hook it the fuck up. Hook Jesus, it up, bro. So, um, but yeah, Simon, miss you, man. Uh, we'll have to have you on the show again too, as well. But uh, Joey, how are you doing, man? How's how's your week been? since i last it's, saw you it's been good man it's been fine it's been a week it's been a week. um what a week obviously the high point was recording that tune with you fine fellas um but yeah you know it's it's been uh you know back to the grindstones um and just you know trying to make the most of it um it's been freezing oh yeah it's been, it's been cold, cold. 
Um, it's been cold. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, not not you know not bad. Um, poor Marty. Marty just shakes. He gets so cold. He just shakes. Oh. And I took him. There's a pet store down the street, so I took him to get a sweater. Sixty fucking dollars. But he looks spitting image like Chris Evans in Knives Out. So that's oh, pretty what? cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty dope. Getting getting comfy with the yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Um, I got to hang that's out with my bad. brother's uh, dog Draco this weekend, this last week, and uh, man, I like Draco. Draco, I like so Draco cool, a lot. Man. He was he was a star, and uh, yeah, he's uh, you know I I I have cats here, um, and there's like one dog in our house, a uh, little Chihuahua, but uh, it is kind of cool, like being able to hang out and just like oh yeah, I just have my brother's got two dogs, and you know he's like just a lot of fun, dude. So yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. yeah, I really liked I really like Draco. Uh, Louis, you know, likes to bite me, yeah. bark at me, but Draco likes to lick me. And you know what? I'll I'll take that. We'll I'll take, take it, that right? any day of the week. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Jesus. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, exciting times right now, dude. Exciting. Exciting times. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to uh, kind of debut these new songs for the yeah. dear sweet lovely imaginary audience that'll be fun you know what honestly we should That'll have a, a uh i think this would be a good opportunity when we get it out is to do like a listening party or something and do like a stream with the guys maybe we'll do with, with, the with, boys. with the boys yes so um i'm into I'll that i'll be, be really into cool that. actually <laughs> and I, yeah. actually that would be a cool show to do if we did like a blind issue centric show where maybe we talk about uh or maybe pull up some more old uh you know music and and maybe kind of oh. dumb memory lane or something so we'll see we'll that can see. be fun that can be fun why not we'll see yeah we'll, we'll, we'll figure out something for that um but that'll be really yeah. cool i can't wait for you guys to hear it so <laughs> yeah it's uh sean's magician hey. it came out very well <laughs> um yeah man excuse me oh, don't um worry. i'm thinking about um oh god we haven't podcasted i was on uh, I gotta give a shout out primetime Travi T had me on his uh, primetime show and uh, it was great um, so you know member of the kind of debatable podcast network um, we gotta have him on really soon uh, so check that out gotta give gotta give a shout out to shout uh, out, man. you know it was awesome it was a good time mm-hmm <laughs> Anyway, because yeah, it's been we we did a bye week. We didn't uh, record last week, um, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh, we've happened. missed in the yeah. interim. Um, yeah, any any pop culture news of some sort? There's some pop culture news. Um, El- Elliot Page. It's now Elliot Page. Have you heard this? This happened yeah, today. I read that. Yeah. That. Yeah. That congratulations. Song. You know, like. I say to, to Elliot, you know, he's embracing uh, himself. It's beautiful. Yeah, oh. that's uh, I feel like uh, he's been very vocal about that. But this mm-hmm. was like kind of the like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, um, I know it's weird to say like announcement, but like. No, know. I mean, it was right. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, it's a, it's but yeah, a... so that was. Just... <laughs> <laughs> got some um, the, the tra- chat right here 
Yes, uh, Tracy McGravy3030 says, does Juno pass the Bechtel test anymore? I'm going to say it does. Yeah, yeah. 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 I haven't seen Juno in a... In a, in a I did a, not like Juno. Yeah. I did not like the dialogue of Juno. It pissed me off. Because everyone was like, oh, it's so realistic. It's so, like, this is how Chandra's talk. No, it's not. <laughs> she she interrupts someone, goes, and uh, silencio, old man. And I go, who, who, who? Who says this? Not I, Rabbi. Um, it pissed me off. Anyway, um, yeah, not, Juno's. I feel overrated. Anyway, that's. I'm sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe I would feel differently now. I'm a bit more mature, but not by much. So, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Who knows? Uh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Um, what else? Oh, um, I started reading reviews for Coppola's recut of The Godfather Part 3, okay. The Godfather Coda, The Death of Michael Corleone. That's the name of it. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. The, the Godfather Part 3, Coda, The Death of Michael Corleone. I'm so excited. Um, it sounds like they just cut out the big boring party at the very beginning of the film. Um, it sounds like most of the changes happen in the first 20 minutes. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm excited. Cool, cool. I'm really excited for it. Have you seen the third Godfather? Uh, I don't think I have. And I'm kind of curious now to, you know, I, I've heard some mixed things about it for sure. So it's not, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. Um, and there's a whole incest plot. Um, and, and Sophia Coppola is everything that you've heard. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll check it out. Honestly, if it, yeah. if it's uh you know d- like a different cut of the movie, that's even you know makes me interested to see it. If it'd be any better, who knows? You know, we'll see. <laughs> uh, we got Mr. Conti. Oh, hey, dude, Mr. Conti, our boy. Um, <laughs> what up? What's what up, man? Michael? Thanks for thanks for tuning in, dude. Thank you for tuning in all the way from Texas. Michael just moved to Texas. Texas. Um, nice. Yeah. We got to hang out. He came by my place like eight in the morning a few weeks ago, right before we moved, and uh, walked into North Beach. Had some, some. I want to say brunch, but really it was breakfast time. And um, walked back up the hill, and it was beautiful. And uh, yeah, so thank you, thank you for for tuning in, my friend. I yeah, hope you're thanks, you're living it up in the Big T. <laughs> um, the Big T. Stay, stay stream, boys. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> Um, now, yeah. Once now that we're in the streaming world, I, you know, uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Can't really go back. Can't really. Uh, can't really turn back time. Hey, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> this is how it Jonathan, is, Con- Mr. This is how this is how it is. We don't edit our shows anymore. We, you guys get all of this. That's truly unfair. You guys get all of this. Yeah. <laughs> Poor fucking bastards. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, um you want to start out with some lists bud what 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 do you want to get into first yeah tonight? let's let's hit some list um I'll, I'll i'll go first uh this is kind All of right. a revisited right. list that we've we've probably talked about in the past um before but i figured some of these lists we're probably gonna get back to because we've probably watched different things or, or different movies over time and uh we've probably adjusted our, our list and so i'm gonna go top five uh documentaries for tonight um yeah top five documentaries so joey what are your top five documentaries this is very difficult 
And I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I think we need to have, uh, we need to revisit this because there's, there's subgenres within the documentary genre. Very there's true. crime documentaries. There's music documentaries. Um, I started writing down just documentaries that I loved off the top of my head, and you can see it <laughs> took a whole. Quite a list, yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, my, I'm gonna, I'm, we're, we're gonna go for it. These are the, these are the five that came into my head immediately. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna go with those tonight. All right. All right. Hoping that we get to revisit. Um, documentaries in the future um number five i'm gonna go with hearts of darkness hearts of darkness hearts? i've seen this one which one's this one um i want to i don't want to get her name wrong and i also don't want to refer to her as someone's wife um so why why is it here we go eh eh it, yeah. <laughs> um, Eleanor Coppola. Eleanor. So, okay. so uh, Francis Ford Coppola's wife uh, did this documentary while they were in the Philippines shooting Apocalypse Now. Oh. Now the now the documentary didn't come out till like ninety one. Yeah. Um, but I think this documentary is more entertaining, more fascinating than Apocalypse Now. It's Ooh. about. All of the the people, especially Francis Ford Coppola, just losing their minds in the jungle. Whoa, um, interesting. Okay, everyone's just going nuts. Um, you know, and everything you hear about the production of this movie is just that it was just, it was all excess. No one was saying no to anything. Um, so it's 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 fascinating, and I, if you haven't seen it, highly recommend. Um, and if you like, if you like, um, apocalypse now, you have, to you, watch you gotta, this. you gotta, you gotta watch this movie. I once did, um, I watched apocalypse now and then I watched apocalypse now with uh, commentary and then I watched hearts of darkness and then I watched hearts of darkness with commentary. Whoa. What? Okay. I don't recommend it. I, okay. you know, it's great, <laughs> but then you're like this. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's some a lot of com- yeah. commentaries right there. But a lot of commentaries. Cool. Yeah. Um, number four. This is. I'm giving myself a three-way tie because they're all Scorsese. Okay. Um, now, usually, I, I choose a personal journey with Martin Scorsese through American movies, which is a brilliant documentary. It's like a four-part documentary, um, and it focuses on different aspects of filmmaking, or different aspects of the director. Um, from the dawn of filmmaking in the 1890s all the way up to the 1960s, he stopped um, when, when he, uh, he stopped uh, kind of the parameters were the 1890s through the 60s because that's when he started making films and he didn't feel that he could really talk objectively about that era. Okay. You know, Um but it's it's you know Scorsese not only is I think the greatest filmmaker alive he's the greatest film historian ever, mm-hmm. um, and so having a documentary with him talking about movies is, you know you're learning from the greatest teacher ever it's great, but he's he's made so many documentaries throughout his career, and um, there's two on the release the new Criterion Scorsese shorts release, um, one is American Boy. American and that okay. is a profile of Stephen Prince. Um, 
He's this guy who just has in just wild stories. And one of those stories is actually uh, the story from Pulp Fiction, where oh. they go back to the drug dealer's house and he has the magic marker and the, you know, yeah. Tarantino stole that from this documentary. Um, so, and it's just, it's just Scorsese hanging out with this guy on a couch and they're just telling stories or the guy's telling stories. Yeah. Uh, that's, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> nothing to it. It's beautiful. It's great. Um, and then the, the other one is Italian American. It's just Scorsese hanging at home with his parents and his dad is like, Oh, you know, and then the Irish used to be over on that block. And then his mom in the kitchen making meatballs. It's, it's wonderful. You know, they oh, talk wow, about the immigrant cool. experience and the early American experience. Um, really wonderful. Anyway, that's my three-way tie. I'm talking quick tie. so we can. Um, number three, Ken Burns's uh, Prohibition. Prohibition. All right. This is, uh, you know, usually Ken Burns documentaries can be nine, 12 parts, you know, uh, all each part being like two hours long. This is three part series. So it's, you know, but it covers Prohibition and it covers kind of that era of, you know, the music and the fashion and, you know, uh, all of it. It's really, really wonderful stuff. I wrote a screenplay set in the Prohibition era and um, watched this documentary as uh, kind of uh, uh, research. And was just, it was probably my favorite part of writing that screenplay was watching this documentary. <laughs> so, uh, number two. I walked in one day to, uh, we, we lived like a sitcom in college. Your door was always unlocked. My door was always unlocked. We were just walking in out of each other's places. Um, and I walk in and you and Miles were on the couch. You guys had just started King of Kong, a fistful of quarters. Um, and it's since become one of my all time favorite documentaries. Um, it's the story of Steve Wiebe, um, who, uh, gets laid off from his job by all accounts, super nice guy, just can never really, you know? Um, and so while he's looking for work, he's determined to get the world record in, on a Donkey Kong arcade machine and he does it. But, but. Billy Mitchell, <laughs> fucking Billy Mitchell, um, <laughs> is the, is the, previous record holder and all of the people who hang out at arcades worship this guy and uh, try to take, try to discredit Steve's record. And it's a fascinating, it's like such a good, good versus evil story. Yeah. But, I mean, like as, it doesn't no oh, go for it. I was gonna say as simple as just like a, uh, you know, just a, a record for this game for, for, mm -hmm. you know, uh, um, yeah, for the arcade game. So it's like, yeah, it's such a simple thing, but it, it becomes such a competitive thing. And of course, uh, yeah, it becomes this operatic. It's a good versus evil exactly story. That. It's it's beautiful. And um, it's so it's so it doesn't feel like a documentary. It feels like just a narrative piece of filmmaking. And I, I do wonder how much of the story was manipulated in post and, you know, if it all played out exactly as is. But uh, it's very good very good um yeah he's he's uh yeah. yeah that guy is uh definitely a pretty good he seems like a good arch nemesis <laughs> in the uh, film billy mitchell billy mitchell. he's up there with my favorite villains of all time 
he's, he's, got, he's got an interesting look Lecter. too from what I remember <laughs> he does he does uh, the long hair the American flag tie he sells his hot sauce he sells himself you know <laughs> oh um, man yeah that's a good documentary man. I, have to, I, I might have that's to that's a very good documentary <laughs> yeah um and then number one your dad took us to the theater to see this movie oh, end of man. the century the story of the ramones um wow i think this this doc was made over eight years and um i mean you know the the first half of it is all about forming the band and uh you know life on the road and all this stuff and the middle piece that kind of carries it through the end is kind of a two-parter, which is Joey Ramone's girl left him for Johnny, um, which caused uns, you know, they didn't speak for like 10, 15 years, even though they were still playing in the band together. And the other part of it is the Ramones never hit it big while they were around. You know, they'd go to Brazil and play sold out stadiums and then come back to America and play these little bars. Mm-hmm. It was very sad. Um, but it's a, all of their personalities are on full display and they're all characters in their own right. And um, and then, you know, you're just listening to Ramon's music for two hours. So it's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty fucking good, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I can't recommend that documentary enough. It's my favorite. It's such a good doc, man. Yeah, it, it does yeah. make you kind of like, I want to listen to Ramones for the rest of the day. <laughs> like, first the fucking year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love the list. I I have seen a, a few of those documentaries, but I, I haven't seen um, uh, I haven't seen some of the Scorsese ones you were, you were mentioning. So, very interesting. They're quite good. They're quite, quite good, good. That. <laughs> that. <laughs> that. Uh, dude, that's awesome. I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. again, I'm going to try to like, you know, take, take a, you know, take a note from what you uh, mentioned and, and try to, you know, watch one of these documentaries that I haven't seen yet. Cause, uh, that's what I always love about documentaries. You just, you know, you can learn something completely new. About it's people. all learning. It's all it's learning. All learning everyone. And then, you know, do try to Who get love to perspectives learn? and stuff. And, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff out there as far as documentaries. Um, yeah, I'm excited to hear your list. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of. I mean, I, I was looking at some of the. I think we did like music documentaries. So there's a few that I have on here that are, are probably from that list. Um, but uh, for number five, I actually watched this one recently, and not I'm gonna preface this. I'm not uh, I'm not saying I believe in UFOs or I, I do or do not believe in UFOs. But this uh, documentary called The Phenomenon, which came out this year, um, it uh, it pretty much um interviews uh pretty much all the eyewitness it talks about all the eyewitness like ufo events like in the last you know since like the 50s or whatever um and then it talks about uh with current like current government officials and just people who have um just had those experiences with um unidentified flying objects i would say and uh i don't know man i feel like there's something else out there and uh i don't know it's like one of the, I guess, the most recent like UFO documentaries. So it kind of catches you up mm. on stuff that's happened in the last years. Um, that's cool. I don't know if I'm a, you know, I just don't. I could, for me, I'm a, uh, I'll, I'll see it to believe it kind of thing. But um, are you are you very into those types of 
that subject matter because you know, I have a, I have a recommendation if you if you are. You know, I, I'm open to it. I, I don't say it's like my the thing I watch all the time. Um, sure. You know, there's only so much I feel with like the kind of UFO stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm always open to recommendations. What what do you what do you uh, what what do you think? Um, I I forget the the like proper title, but this guy's name was Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. Um, okay. And it's called Bob Lazar, Area 51 and Flying Saucers. Came out in 2018. I heard about him through the Joe Rogan podcast. Um, oh, okay. And, you know, you listen to some of these people and you're like, ah, this guy, I believe a thousand percent. And he actually worked at Area 50, not Area 51, but an area near Area 51. And he worked on these crafts, these UFOs. Um and it's it's fascinating like there's things that he's been talking about for 30 years um and the government's like no 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 that they've in the past couple years have declassified and people are going shit he was right yeah um so yeah and then i mean and i guess in light of all the like recent uh you know releases from our government i guess i I know those like um those like naval planes that uh caught the flying object like a few years ago um, and then they they released the that video like I don't know if it was like last year or two years ago or something like that. And then like the government finally said like yeah we we're telling you that this is a an unidentified object whether or not it's from Earth or not we don't know. But um, yeah, there's something else that we don't know about like that's flying around. Um, but I don't know I I maybe I'm fa- for me it's I'm fascinated with like you know you know of course I mean we could be the only ones here or there's like probably someone else out there you know who knows um and maybe it's just that mystery that kind of intrigues me with the documentaries um and did you ever have uh mr bear as a teacher no i was the oh man i was the band kid so i I had uh um oh you you had ross yeah so mr bear's whole thing was are we that arrogant to think we're the only ones that's always stuck with me you know what i mean like yeah, man. I don't know. If you think- I just I love the phrasing of that, you know. Yeah, and it's it's just, who knows, man. But I, I tell you what, though, um, uh, you know, we have like Tom DeLong from Blink One Two doing like his uh, Tom DeLong to the Stars Academy, which their their kind of preface with their company is like we're we're going to be the ones to help introduce when when UFOs or aliens or whatever come to Earth. You know, we're going to be the placed to like help you transition and know about these things. But it still blows my mind that Tom DeLong is, is behind that kind of stuff. Um, it blows my mind that he's working with the fucking government. That, that dude too, like dude. talks about toilet paper and buttholes, you know, <laughs> that's come on. But it, it's a, it's a mystery. And that's probably why I'm just so intrigued by like those kind of documentaries. And, you know, it, it's interesting. Like when you see like, you know, some f- like photographic, evidence and i mean and but you know it's it's also stories and people people's experiences and like i think in that documentary there was uh just before i i go to the next one um there was this yeah there was this um uh i think they were like a elementary school class in new zealand um i think in the maybe the 60s or 70s and all of these kids about like maybe like 20 30 kids um were outside playing in the in the year you know like for recess or whatever um, and they they all witnessed a, a flying object, and 
and this is like 30 people and as adults they interview them and they all have them like kind of like a reunion they all have them come back and talk about it and they all remember and describe the same thing and it just like blows my mind like man like 30 people saw this thing like i don't know it's like stuff like that but i'm still you know i've got my you know blows my mind that more people don't to be honest yeah right I mean, I, I believe I've seen some stuff. I, I don't know, man. It could be like a satellite or something. But I've seen something that's not a plane for sure. But yeah. You never know. You just don't know what it is. Um, so anyways. You don't know. Number five, don't Phenomenon. Know. Check that's it out, guys. That's the point, kids. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you don't. Um, you might think, but you don't. You anyway, don't, I'm y'all. sorry. Go on. <laughs> uh, number four, I've got a Lego Brickumentary. That's, that's Ooh, I did like this one. Yes. Um, came out in 2014. Uh, I mean, we're Joey and I, we grew up building Legos. I mean, I st- still would, I actually kind of was like even thinking about the other day, getting a little Lego set and just building some just out of, uh, at least we're talking about getting a big ass Lego set. You're like, you want to go spend like some coin and get like the millennium <laughs> Falcon. We, we, we played with that idea for, for might, might but, have to, man. So I mean, this this documentary is great. It's it's everything you could ask for from a, a Lego documentary, um, talking about uh, the company behind Legos. Uh, I did not know this. Like Lego was was going to go bankrupt for for a moment, um, and they were very in, in you know they were obviously especially starting out so early. Um, they were kind of leading with the with the toys um, and the toy companies and stuff like that. And then you know the just so many other toys and and different types of uh consumables um for kids and stuff were um were coming out and they almost yeah they almost went bankrupt and until they started like you know getting some of those licensing deals with you know like movies and being able to incorporate other characters from from kind of franchises or whatnot um but i just love this documentary one it's like how cool would it be to like work at lego and be like a lego employee it's it, it looks i mean the 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 place the current campus right now i mean it looks something out of like you know like a google campus thing it's just so uh lively and and you could you could tell it looks like a a, a very fun and interesting place to work at and it's great it's just a little mini history on uh lego and um you know kind of how they started and what they were into and what they were doing and kind of the early lego sets they made you know very kind of traditional you know, like fire truck station or like, you know, like log home, you know, it's, it's funny how they've just totally catapulted and are still very current um, and, and um, widely popular uh, today um, as even as adults want to talk about building Legos, you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, it, it was such a good documentary. And, you know, if you want to get back into building some Legos and just kind of know a little bit more about it. Uh, yeah, there you go. Love that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I've got number for number three. This one is actually one that my dad showed me. Um, it's a documentary called Made in Sheffield, um, which came out, I believe, in 2004. It's a documentary that centers around uh, Sheffield, England, which is where my dad's from. And the kind of music scene that was happening um, within the, the 70s, 80s and, and on. And um, it's uh, it's great. It kind of focuses on uh uh, some bands, uh, the Human League, uh, ABC, um, who else? I'm just trying to think. Like Pulp, like some of those kind of big bands at that time. Uh, Hawker? 
Yeah, Crocker? Yeah, yeah, Crocker. Joe Cocker. Yeah, so there's a lot of the yeah, a lot of the Sheffield scene bands, but also their influence on I think on a lot of music and and kind of the scene around that time. And uh, it, it's just such a great documentary, and it it talks you know with a few uh, few uh, you know it interviews a few of the uh, musicians from those bands, and um, it's great. You know, it's it, we've been to Sheffield, Joey and I, so like it's it's really cool to. To, to see the you know the kind of uh, birth of a lot of different kind of music and um you know i feel like a lot of stuff i think a lot of people owe, owe it to sheffield i think for for some of the music that was coming oh yeah so um yeah great documentary and i you know i highly recommend it and you know it's it's a it's kind of a cool cool little music doc right there so yeah love and it sheffield um and then my last two are, are still music ones so <laughs> i usually tend to kind of go sh- as you know, I kind of go more music, but um, number two, uh, I think I had this on my previous list, but it's uh, It Might Get Loud, um, which came out in 2008. Um, this was a pretty much a documentary sit down uh, with Jack White um, from the White Stripes. Um, oh, God, I'm blanking. Uh, the Edge from U2. And uh, oh, my God, I'm blanking so hard. Oh, from um, Jimmy Page. Yeah, Jimmy Page from mm, mm. Uh, from Led Zeppelin. So, yeah. It's, Get the lead out. It's great because it's three different, I mean, three different kind of musicians, uh, especially from, like, different time periods, uh, styles and, and everything. And it's just them, like, just sitting down in a room and, like, talking about their uh, their kind of musical background and you know how they kind of got started in in music and and how kind of their influence you know uh how they were able to influence a lot of what's you know what music was coming out so it's great to just see like these three like almost like legendary dudes sit down in a room together and they have like three different playing styles but it's funny because you can kind of root back to like you know everyone kind of you know brings uh especially when there's different generations where like Jimmy Page, you know, a, a lot of probably Jack White's influences from from him um, as far as like guitar player and rock and roll and and um, you know it's just great to to kind of see that like interaction happen and just like you know you see Jack White just like almost you know he's just like I can't believe I'm in the room with Jimmy Page and like we're, we're jamming and like and talking about their experiences and and it's great just to get like um, an idea of where they all came from so um, yeah it might get loud. Wonderful. And then my number one, which I think has been my number one documentary for, for a while, um, Standing in the Shadows of Motown, man. Um, it's, a, it's a documentary about uh, the Motown music label, but also uh, the band The Funk Brothers, which was the band behind a lot of the music, uh, the session players uh, who played on a lot of those records, those Motown records. And, uh, you know, it's great because I think a lot of people didn't know uh, about the band because um, you know a lot of people kind of uh, were focused on obviously the the artists that were singing and and um, kind of highlighted in there but they brought such amazing music and uh, identity I feel to the Motown sound um, and it's just a great documentary and what's cool about it too is um, they did like a reunion show so they kind of interlace um, different performances from that show and um you know, just kind of interviewing some of the, you know, some of the people in the band. And it, it is 
truly like a uh, a tight knit like group um, where you know they they were able to really play and, and kind of uh, jam off each other and and it's it's great it's it's good that they did a documentary to highlight this band um, and I feel like sometimes session players um, kind of get sidelined sometimes as far as just like yeah these are the these are the guys behind like creating some of that you know that music and um, it's just great to to be able to see that so. Yeah. Right on. In the shadows of Motown. I love that. I got to check that out. I got to check out all these out. Made in Sheffield, especially. Yeah. I did see a Lego documentary. Oh, yeah. Dude, that was, yeah, that was such a good one, man. I, I'm really happy yeah. I, I found that. And it made Very me want to build Legos right after. I was like, damn, like, I want to go like down to Target or something. <laughs> Just grab, like, a my Lego. dad threw out all my Legos. I, I've talked about what? that before, but I'm still not over it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think if my mom saved any. I feel like she probably donated them too. It's, uh, stu- it's stuff like this. Well, you know, I think donate is better. My dad <laughs> straight up threw, threw mine away. Oh, no. They're it's, in it's, a fucking landfill. That's cool, man. We'll, we'll, we'll someday do a, a Lego build or something. Actually, that'd be kind of a cool little... I think that'd be a cool little Ooh, thing. For, that's what I want for Christmas. I know, dude. I know that's Shit, gonna I gotta slow. change my list around. Yeah, um, ooh, All I'm right. taking off Miles Morales, Spider Man. Um, ooh, ooh. All right, all right, I'm ready to go. Jonathan, we lead into our next list. What are the top five things on your Christmas wish list this year? We're in December. We're yeah. past Thanksgiving. We're past the time of being thankful for what we have. Now we're all about what we want. What? <laughs> So, uh, man, uh, what what do you want this year, man? It's it's so aside from a peaceful transition of power. Yeah, I feel you. Right. Um, man, I mean, it was. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny. Like, you know, usually I tend to go for like music gear and instrument kind of stuff. But and, you know, I, I tend to kind of go for that, too. So um, I don't know. Number five, I'm going to go. Uh, I've got two items because they're, they're kind of like the same thing. And I could go either way on them. But. Um, I want to get the. I would like to get the Bose um, Bose SY1 synthesizer pedal, um, and or slash uh, Maris Enzo pedal, um, and these are both uh, guitar pedals where you can plug your guitar in, and you can get like a synthesizer sound out of it. And that's cool. That's very cool, dude. And it's 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 um, something I've been kind of wanting to look into as far as like, Oh, you know, I would love to like, uh, what I've been trying to do is like, try, how can I change my, the guitar sound? And I feel like that is like one way to do it as far as like, you know, making it a totally different instrument in some way or form. But, um, I've been kind of fascinated with that, that like concept of like making your guitar a different thing. Um, so yeah, that's been something on my wish list, I would say, uh, or something that Hell I've been yeah. considering purchasing myself. So, uh yeah, number five, uh the Bose S Y one synthesizer. All these instruments have weird names, but um yeah, number five. That sounds good. Number four, um I've got some vinyl records on here that uh I kind of want to get into, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna name one because I don't have this album. Um I have yet to really collect, and I know Joey's been collecting some of the Arctic Monkeys records, but. I would I really love their uh I don't have their first album uh whatever people say um on vinyl so I would love to grab that and maybe I'll make it a little two-parter too I would love to get favorite worst nightmare as well um, Same 
I've got whatever people say I am, but I don't have favorite. And I would like to get um, Am. Yeah, that's so. That's the one I, I I have. I think my dad got it for me a few years ago. Nice. Um, I'm not sure for for Christmas or my birthday or something, but um, yeah, that I would definitely love. I think Arctic Monkeys. We're, we're such Arctic Monkeys fans. Like I would love yeah. all their and they've got such great um, singles and like their little. Uh, um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of like I've got more Arctic Monkeys 45s than I do yeah. their proper records. Um, I've got whatever people say I'm, and I've got Suck It and See. I've got like an early demo thing and then I've got just a shit ton of s- singles and 45s. Yeah. Um, oh, and I've got Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, which <sighs> yeah. I got it on vinyl. Like I pre-ordered that on vinyl and I got it. It's cool. It's clear vinyl. It's very cool. I wish the record itself lived up to how the record looks, but um yeah. I you know what I finally listen I re-listened to that album um maybe maybe about a year ago it, no less than a year ago um but I was depressed and I threw it on and I had a glass of Jameson and I sat in the dark and I listened to that record and I went I get it I like it yeah <laughs> I've never listened to it again I have no desire to go back to it yeah. which is a bummer I love going back to Arctic Monkeys records um it's yeah, that's it's an interesting album that one, and you know I do mm-hmm. I do I I would love to hear some more music from those guys and uh, man you know I uh, I I do miss the like I love their you know you know every band has their you know can do their own thing as far as like you know whatever direction they want to go as far as like what kind of music they're making but um, I I really love those first two albums from them I mean they're they're probably one of my favorite ones and uh, not saying they don't they have to kind of go that direction but. You know, I, I like I like the stuff that makes you like you know pumped up and, yeah. and moving. You know, the, yeah, that last record was it was more of a it it had like just a consistent tone. I think that just didn't really everything sounded the same. It never once picked up. It never had. Yeah, and that's you know that you know for good albums, you know, I, I, that's what I for me personally, um, that's what I look for 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 great albums is is those peaks and valleys of different. Uh, songs and stuff mm-hmm. but anyways uh yeah. Arctic monkeys uh, on vinyl for sure um absolutely number three this one's just kind of a <laughs> it's not really a fun thing or whatever but i need i you know i'm always uh trying to get more underwear ones. no no underwear i'm trying to get uh some more hard drives dude because you can't, you can't have enough hard drives right um this is true Honestly, uh, yeah, just looking for a five terabyte hard drive, um, portable hard God drive. Damn, son. Yeah, man. I, Do you just... like those those rugged Lakai's? Um, I like those. They're cool. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like uh, you're like I'm not poor, but uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm not a peasant. If it's a good price, I mean, I, I've I've been doing the Western Digital stuff. Um, that's been like yeah. That's Miles like, stole a Western Digital for me when he was working at Target one time. And it was just awful. It was really? awful. Oh, yeah. Man. I I believe it was Western Digital. And I had to like break the hard drive open and get to the actual like what? piece of it. And like the USB wouldn't stay in. I had to like jimmy it with a with a with a, like a pocket knife. Oh sh- okay. So I had to wedge it and then like not move while I was transferring everything off of that thing. Yeah. And then of course something would move and you know it would break down it was awful awful but um 
Yeah. The uh, for for like for all the music stuff and you know like uh, man, I'm starting to I'm starting to run into this issue. I've I've had so many like older like projects or files or whatever that like it just it you know it's just accumulating and like you know I have a one terabyte just for like just stuff I'm currently working on. But um, I have a five terabyte that's like legit almost full. So I'm just like, yeah, trying to damn. figure that out. So you know what I, you know, and as an adult now, and I feel like that's like what I need <laughs> these days is like stuff like that. So um, fair hard drives, everyone. That's so super exciting, right? <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, and then my last two, I've got uh, very, um, which is probably what I'm gonna be doing during the holidays most of the time is is playing some video games uh, for sure. Um, played this uh, game with my brother um, this last week, and he has the new Xbox, which is I got a chance to try it out, and it was it's a uh, pretty cool man. I, I I think the next gen stuff's gonna look really cool. Um, but what I the hell is it called now? Xbox. Xbox it's not one. That's the that's the last one, right? That's the last one, right? That was the X Bone. This one is. I think it's just is it Series X? Series X or something like that. Yeah, it's a it's so. an interesting looking. Um, it's just a box, right? Yeah. Which one do you get? Do you get the white one or the black one? Or uh... you got the black one, and you got two controllers. Too. Of course you did. So we. Oh, we that's got, cool. Yeah, Series X, Series X games together um, this last weekend. Nice. So we played uh, we played FIFA 2020, um, which was, I mean, we've talked about FIFA and we've played some of the older FIFA games. Before. Yeah, we did, dude. Honestly, it's awesome. Like you could say, yeah. I mean, and I, I don't know. I might, I don't, I don't really play a lot of sports games. I would say. Um, and how are the graphics? It looks great, dude. It looks so cool. Yeah. And they so they have this. I don't know if they introduced this in the previous versions, but they've introduced like a. Um, they call it uh, Volta or Vol- Volva or I forgot what it's called, but there's a game mode where it's like, it's like street soccer. Um, so it's uh you could do like uh two on two, uh, three on three, and maybe up to five, like five players, like five on five. Um, and they have like small court, like basketball court style um, size, or you could do like full on like field size uh, matches. So uh, my brother and I played that for a little bit, which I thought was a lot more, it's a lot more fast paced. You know what I mean? Like it's just fun. You know, it's easier to kind of play and, um, and it was so much fun. And the, the, of course the co-op ver- like mode of that, of being able to like c- pair a controller together and play together was, so, it was so, so much fun. And, um, but, uh, 2020 uh, is out, but I know the 2021 is probably out already or it's coming out. So I don't know if I want to get um the new one or just kind of go with the 2020 um i mean that's kind of the thing about sports games for me is i i you know i think there's only so much you can do with a sports game and every year like it comes out and they probably add like a few features or whatever but it still feels like a fifa game which i i really enjoy it it has the same kind of mechanics so i feel like if you would if you've played the older ones like you could pick it up and you know pick it up real quick um right on but yeah, that was uh, my number two, and then my number one. Um, yeah, I want to get the new Miles Morales Spider-Man, dude. And nice, dude. I would love to pair it with uh, a new PlayStation Five, but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. So um, yeah. But you know, I I'm, I'm re- I I think I kind of share your opinion on the next gen stuff. I definitely want to wait a little bit. Um, but I am excited for next gen. I, I definitely you know I've seen. I want the slimmer models. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, 
I'm having a, a little, I'm like, so this game, I mean, I know I would love to get Miles Morales. That's kind of my number one, but Cyberpunk 2077 is coming out next week, I think. And that's like the most anticipated game, I think, of the last like two or three years, which is crazy. Um, it's because it's got Keanu. It's got Keanu in it. Yeah. But, we love um, Keanu. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I would go next gen to play that game. I feel like that would be like a neck, like a, I would, that's move, fair. I would move next to it, you know, to, I would move to there. To, uh, to as excited as I am to play Miles, everything I hear about is that the game's over very, it's like a 10 hour game. It's a short game, right? It's almost more like a DLC, not DLC, but, you know, it's not a full, full sequel. Um, at least from what I hear. What do I know? Um, and the map is almost identical to the first game. So it's kind of like. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Do I really want to spend however much money it is to get a PS Plus? I don't want. I, 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 I'm a minimalist at the moment. I don't want uh, minimalist, but uh, I don't. I don't want that gigantic piece of plastic um, on my. It doesn't even fit in my entertainment center. I'm. I'll wait. I'll wait until they come out yeah. with a new version of it. What's what? Blows that thing is mind? hideous. What blows my mind is both the Xbox and the PlayStation Five, like their new next gens, they're under a terabyte for like storage, out the bat, and I'm just like, in this day and age, it's like I know that I know they're trying to, do, they're probably not gonna okay. Do, they're probably going to do external event, you know. I think Xbox event? has theirs, but PlayStation will. PS Five, you can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it just blows my mind. Like, man, why can't you just put like more storage on this thing? Because like most games are like, you know like 60 to 100 gigs or something you know it's like yeah it, yeah so i think that was what's uh, the storage on your phone right now because i've got ooh. the highest amount i think i'm at uh what is this i'm gonna tell you right now man i even know man my phone is a 512 gigabyte Woo! mine's probably way less than that and you you got the new iphone right so yeah dude yeah like that's pretty cool, right? <laughs> Stor Stor storage is, yeah, storage is, uh, especially for, and I, maybe I feel like a lot of, eventually it's going to be just like all cloud streaming stuff. I, although I don't think they're there yet. Um, yeah, you know, I've tried like PlayStation Plus and honestly it does depend on like your internet and how that goes. But um, I don't know. Would you, because uh, I know you've been kind of uh, going digital for a lot of stuff. Um Mm -hmm. Would you for I guess if you were to get PlayStation Five, would you would you get the digital version? No, no. Still want the um, and I'll tell you why, <laughs> because of the Blu-ray player. Um, I yeah my my PS4 is my Blu-ray player, um, and I would like to kind of keep that tradition, but it's so fucking loud. I don't know about your PS4. Yeah, I mean, it's getting there. It's just it like even when I don't have a disc in, it's like this sucks. This sucks. Um, and honestly, it's that reason alone that I would main motivation to switch. Yeah. Or I to jump you, to the next gen. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've talked about it before. I feel like the PS4 was kind of a letdown of a console. Um, yeah. But you know what? Honestly, it's 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 last. It stood the test of time as far as it, it's, you know, they've been able to release it? a lot of great games Did over it? the years. And, and also, like... Um, what I like about what they're doing is, you know, they're still porting, you know, they're some of the new releases are getting uh, 
put into the next gen, but also like, you know, the Miles Morales, we get to play it on PlayStation 4. You know, I'm glad that mm-hmm. they're still releasing games. Um, but, you know, eventually it's going to get to that point where it's like, all right, we're we're transitioning over to the next gen now. Like, Well, and that happens every generation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The first batch of games are always for both. And it's just kind of like, all right, let's do this dance. And then. Yeah. Um, but any, anyways, Joey, enough of my my PlayStation <laughs> madness. Uh, Joey, what are your what are your top five uh, uh, Christmas wish list items? I'd love to get this year. Well, let me tell you. Um, I would love to get an Apple trackpad. Ooh. I'm kind of I'm tired of the mouse. I want the trackpad. Okay. Um, cool stuff you can do with that that those trackpads, dude. Very cool stuff, and I think editing would it would make life a lot easier. Hey, um, okay. Yeah. Um, number four. Now that we're talking Legos, I want that Burton Batmobile logo. Oh, Lego. what they have the. Uh, Oh, I think I yo. I it's gorgeous. It's like it's like a two hundred, three hundred dollars set. Um, yo, let me let me find this. Um, thank you for listening to me, computer. Knowing exactly what I was talking. It's two hundred and fifty bucks. Damn. Okay. Um, wow. That's that's how many pieces is this bad boy? This bad boy. <laughs> this bad boy is. Uh, <sighs> Hold on. <laughs> It is three thousand three hundred and six pieces. Whoa, that's that's a that's an afternoon for sure. Sitting there building. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you in the chat oh, so man, you can I'm gush so over this thing. Yeah. I, I'm so down um, for those kind of like Lego sets. You know, they do they do some really like killer. Like I saw the Millennium Falcon one, like the the bigger like scaled version or whatever. And, yeah. Uh, oh, it's gorgeous. It's just so nuts. Gorgeous. And I'm just like trying to think of like, man, like, and that kind of go- brings me back to that documentary of like the the innovators, like the people behind like translating uh, and creating these Legos and being able to like mm-hmm. translate a scene from a movie or or a show or whatever it is, a character, and like envision it with Lego pieces. And it's it like blows my mind how they're able to you know they're they're like true sculptors in a way. Um, some of oh those yeah, Lego big artists, time. Man. It's amazing. Um, I built the Titanic out of spare parts one time. What? It stood Seriously? for years. Yeah. <laughs> it stood for years. It was double decker too, man. You could like lift it. What? Anyway. Oh dude, I was I was fucking king of Legos, bro. Anyway. <laughs> Yo, what? This yeah. Oh wow, it comes with the fi- Oh, dude, that's so awesome. Isn't that beautiful. And that incredible. That is so Get clean, me that and we'll dude. be friends forever. Forever. <laughs> Because it's it's on the edge right now. It could go either way. <laughs> like this could end this year, or you could get me this. And I love the wheels too. That's so cool, man. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, bro. I'm yeah. I'm yeah. So, I'm so into that. I'm into it. Cool. So we got some little, go. little Lego sets. <laughs> okay, get a little, little water mm-hmm. here. Um. Yeah. Number three, I want a Fender Jazzmaster so bad. I want Ooh. that white Fender Jazzmaster with the black pit guard. I think that is a statement. That is a look. That is what I want to project when we're on stage. Um, Dude, a new, oh man, new guitar. I, I've always loved yeah. the jazz, the Jazzmaster look. Like, they, yeah. they have such a gorgeous, cool, classy look. Um, yeah. I like that, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. For, for I'm not going to get him, but I would love that. Yeah. 
I want to get yeah. a base myself. Actually, I want to get. A base I would love to get a base. Yeah, that'd be but fun. I don't. I don't know. I, you know what? I actually saw that there. Uh, I think Fender makes them too. But like they have these like the short scale bases. So it's not like a full size base, but it's um, yeah. I've, I played one uh, at the uh, the church gig I had, and um, they sound they sound like really good. Like for just a uh, short scale base, you know. You know, I'm sure you're not getting yeah. all the notes on there, but um, yeah, sounds good. I can hit all those notes if I want to. <laughs> Dylan, don't look back. That was a documentary that almost made my list. Hey. Um, have you heard me sing? I'm just as good a singer as Caruso. <laughs> and I, I can that. hold my breath three times as long if I want to. Um, you got a good God. Dylan impression, Joey. I gotta say. <laughs> I don't I don't need Time magazine. <laughs> I don't I, I've filled this all twice. I don't need I don't need Time magazine. You know? People people who work during the day and can read it small. Um, God, I love him. Anyway, <laughs> number two, I'm doing so much walking around this neighborhood, and all I got are my are are my Chuck Chuck Taylors. So I would love a nice pair of walking shoes. Ooh, um, nice. Yeah. Any anything in particular, or, or just just uh? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know fashion. I don't know shoes, dude. Honestly, I I got some like running shoes. I ordered some on Amazon, dude. I, that's my first. Ooh, risky, times. risky. Well, yeah, that's a I I've. If you like with Amazon, if you do like ordering clothes online, as as long as you can get like the size stuff right, and the, I guess the good advantage is you, if you wear out oh. the, if you wear out the shoes or whatever, you could just reorder them whenever. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, if you wear out your truck tires, you just go to Foot Locker and rebuy them. Like it's the same, same thing. I haven't been to a shoe store in a minute, dude. Honestly, actually. Well, look at you, you privileged bitch. I'm actually, just no, saying. I went, I went to uh, where did I go? It's like some, I don't know. It's like some place that I was in a store at once, but um, hmm. dude, yeah, running shoes for sure, I, dude. Every time I've tried to buy clothes off of Amazon, it's like the the fucking sleeve is sewn up here, and like you know, it's just like this sucks. This is not how I'm supposed to look in clothes, and uh, yeah, it's just it's all good. It's all good, bro. No, no, um, I love that it works for you. But I it, hate that it works for you. It, it's it's a yeah that's a it's a if it's their Amazon base their Amazon basic stuff has gotten better. Um, and what I've found is yeah you just kind of have to Shiny. just just like a lot of you know a lot of you don't, online things. You don't want Amazon Basics to be your brand. Honestly, I you do want, not these days. I don't want, want <laughs> Amazon Basics to be your brand. Repeat it back to me. You don't want Amazon Basics brand to be your brand, but I like wearing them. There we go. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna knock you out of that. All right, we're gonna knock you out of that because you can you can source so much fucking higher than letting Jeff Bezos put fucking threads on your back. All right. <laughs> I mean, as of right now, it's uh like t-shirt. I'm kind of looking for t-shirts. That's kind of been I'm I'm due for like my annual like re up on like, yeah. new t-shirts, but. I get my um, tees from Tog. Tog, okay. Tog. Tog. Goodfellow. Good the Goodfellow fellow. brand yeah. is good. Yes. Actually, yeah, I have a few of their, I have a few of their things too as well. So. Yeah, it's not bad, that. Not bad. Um, and number one, I've got a vinyl. Ooh, whoa. Okay. I, would, I would love 
and I can't believe I don't have this. I was walking around listening to this album the other day. I was like, I don't have this on vinyl. Uh, Johnny Cash, American Recordings 4, The Man Comes Around. And it's the one with with Hurt. So it's the last record he released before he passed away. And it's um, everyone thinks about Hurt, Hurt, but there's so many good songs Songs on this record. record. Yeah. You know, it opens with uh, The Man Comes Around, which is a great song. It's got um, uh, Give My Love to Rose. It's got I Hung My Head. It's got, uh, I believe, Personal Jesus is on that one. Um, it ends with uh, we'll meet again. Ooh. Like, think about that. His last ride before he dies and the last song is we'll meet again. And then there's all these voices that join him. All these, like, I think his daughter's on that track. All these different, you know, guests are on this track. And then everyone's we'll meet again. It, I, I cry. I weep. I, you know, it's, it's beautiful. Anyway, I was I gonna- love that record. I was going to ask you, is there a, um, um, a particular like set for it or, or um, like a special edition or is it just the the record itself? Or? I think it's just the record, but it's a double record. Double record. And, uh, and it is like, maybe it's out of print because on Amazon it is pricey. Pricey. I don't know. I haven't looked on uh, Discogs. I got to check it on Discogs, but it's it's like, I want to say like 80 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. That's a, oh, that's up there for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that though. I feel I love how we have vinyl on, like vinyl and video. Oh, games we have to. Things have like. to. Yeah, yeah, I I really want to play Miles Morales, but I've made a deal with myself. Uh, until I finish whatever I'm writing, I think it's a book. I think it's a novel. But until I finish that, uh, I'm not playing. I'm not. I'm not jumping into a new video game. I feel you. I feel you, dude. Yeah. I'm. A, I'm actually. I uh, pulled up Spider Man on PlayStation Four just recently and uh i feel like i i was i think when i i don't think i beat it when i put it down but uh yeah i've been still trying to attack that game but i'm like literally like i don't know 95 percent done with the game you should finish it and you I'm should ex- absolutely finish and I, it and i'm excited because yeah i've heard a lot of great things about the the game and how it kind of finishes and and it's just the story's so much, great it's so much fun though man i i i think uh I think that's probably why I'm so in, interested in getting the Miles Morales game is even even if it is a different character and maybe some of the same kind of stuff, but like I think it's just that sensation of like sw- you know swinging and like battling and and the combos and all that kind of stuff and you know like Miles Morales I think has like some cool like powers and stuff like that so um, I'm ex- I'm stoked to try that out so uh, yeah it'll be fun it'll be fun hell yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it. These are good lists. These are good things. Very good stuff. <laughs> good, good things, everyone. Yeah. Good things. Good things. Um, Jonathan. Yes. What's up? What's up? Do you do you have anything you'd like to share with our dear, sweet, lovely, imaginary audience this week? Um. I guess. Oh, I guess a little shout out. We went to uh, a place called Forty Seven uh, and Hills um, in South City in South San Francisco. And, uh, uh, we actually met for a beer there with uh, my dad and, um, they're doing outside, uh, seating and, and, um, it's a really cool kind of a uh, brewery in this kind of industrial side of, of South San Francisco. Um, and it was really cool cause we were, we actually met the, uh, um, the, uh, I guess the owner of the place at one point and, you know, it was kind of explained to us that he used to work for the Gordon Biersch brewery and uh he kind of uh 
was inspired to make some beer from there and and it was just really interesting uh and you know it's been a minute since i've been in a brewery since this whole pandemic stuff so it, it was just nice and you know a good chance to catch up and um you know i think that was a, a cool place to be at and you know i'm excited to maybe next time i go back up there uh, maybe grab a beer from there again so and they do beers they do like their their, their beers to go um as well so you can purchase um like a six pack or something there as well so shout out to 40 love that uh, but that's my, yeah. that's my share for this week just uh, kind of a place we went to and um i thought that was really really fun so yeah hell yeah i like it it what, was what a good you, place what do you got this week joey what do you what do you got to share um so my buddy noah was in town with his wife jackie and they brought two friends along and their friends had a kid um and they are living um in pacific grove so they're coming up to san francisco just for the day and he hits me up and he goes, so the seven-year-old with us, all he wants is a burger. Uh, I told him we're going to get the best burger in the world. And there's actually a man named Joey Bag of Burgers. Um, <laughs> and he's like so excited to meet Joey Bag of Burgers. He sends me like a video of the kid, like Joey Bag of Burgers, like, like singing and everything. He's like, so here's the deal. When we get there, pretend that you don't know us, and he's gonna come up and like ask for your autograph and things like that. So, and then we're like, "Well, would you like to join us?" And so everyone sat with you know, it was um, it was very cute, it was very funny. Um, and um, yeah, I'm now Joey ba- Bag of Burgers, man. And the kid was like, "What's your middle name?" I was like, "Cheese." Cheese. Like, um. But yeah, so that was uh, that was fun. That was uh, that was Dude, good that's, times. That's cool. I'm, I'm glad you got to see uh, your friend Noah, man, because you know, yeah, you guys, you guys were uh, working together, but also, yeah, hanging out up in Monterey when you were when you were staying. He was there. my next door neighbor. We went next through door it, neighbor, man. Dude. Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah. That's awesome, man. Now I want to good times. You're you're implanting that seed of like, man, like, that uh, Joe's Burger, baby. That I know, man. That's that's the burger to go to. <laughs> It really is, it really is. It's um, yeah. So there we there we go. I'm just taking a picture of uh of our oh, lists here. Our lists today. Yes. Um. It's fun. It's fun to be back. I've missed you. I know, dude. I it was missed nice. our show. It was nice seeing. Honestly, it was nice seeing you, Joey. Um, this last week. It was nice cuddling. Yeah. It was nice cuddling so deeply in the garage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, it's uh, I mean, I don't know who's watching, but, uh, you know, Joy and I grew up together and, and, you know, even when I moved out here, you know, that was such a hard that was really hard to, to you know, and yeah. I, I always love coming back home and and, you know, I'm glad we still have the band and and we're still really in. I feel like we're even more invigorated than before. We're, we're, we're really, you know, passionate about like, you know, putting out music and, um, and, you know, we want to get together more often and, and, you know, record some songs. So, um, I just want to say thank you, Joey. I mean, I'm really happy that I got to see you, bro. And, um, same, hopefully same, 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 same on channel four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it was great. It was so much fun. Um, and we're gonna record more music. That will yeah, happen. Dude. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, I'm so happy. They're gonna hear this one. So. <laughs> we're working on. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Uh, Jonathan, where can we find more of your work on the internet this week, my friend? 
Uh, yo, you guys can find me on Instagram at Shonday Music and on my website, shondaymusic.net. Joey, where can we find you on the net these days? You can check me out on Twitter at Joey Prodi and on my website, joeyproddyscripts.com. You can check out the show at T-O-P-F-I-V-E-5-P-O-D on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, on YouTube at gmail.com, and on Facebook at Top 5 Podcast. We're on Apple Music, Google Play, and SoundCloud, so please give us a like, give us a listen, give us a follow, give us your love, and we will give you... Uh, all the holiday loves in return, all the holidays, loves, and return. Until next time, I'm Joey Parati. And I'm Sean Day. Thanks for a listen.